Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the 10th edition of the Golf Strong Project, which is pretty exciting, getting into double digits. Hell yeah. 10 full podcasts recorded, and we're still going. It's always it's always important. It is. You can't. You just got to keep putting them out every week, right? I, suppose so. I feel like I don't even have to introduce you anymore. I feel like everybody knows. The they know token, the crew. The token Bostonian. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Dr. Tim Ravoto coming to you live from Boston, Massachusetts. Dude, I had the greatest conversation with somebody about how to say Worcester and Dorchester mm-hmm. at work uh, a couple of days ago because they said they went to Worcester last year. <laughs> and I was like, where'd you go? Like, Worcester, up in, up in Massachusetts. It's like, Worcester. It's like, is that, is that how they, they told you to say it? It's like, yeah. So then there's, we went on a long rant. There's no H in Worcester. There is huh. an H in Dorchester. Got right. it. I mean, come on, guys. It's not. It's not. And it's my favorite is when people call it Wooster. Wooster. Because they, they're trying to say it like it's pronounced. <laughs> like, so they told me it's called Wooster. I'm like, hmm. Ah, you're from the uh, up north, eh? It's, it's close. Wooster. <laughs> mm, I like Wooster. Uh, that's good. fantastic. But anyways, bro, tomorrow, well, I guess tonight, but Ryder Cup is here. It is here. It is. It's time. It's time. I'm, I'm so juiced up. I'm going to be fuming on Sunday if we're not beating the brakes off of europe we will see it'll all depend uh, on how they laid out the course we'll get we'll get into it but uh yeah it's exciting i'm most excited though about the advertising packages because the olympics clearly spent their whole budget and didn't update them 2021 um i want to know if the pga updated it or if everything's going to be Ryder cup 2020 i don't know i heard a lot we'll of see. people saying that there were flags that said Ryder cup 2020 <sighs> that's it's a miss uh, it's a low budge, low budge, but exciting nonetheless. Well, I'm just happy it'll be a full stadium. There will be, I say a full stadium. Like the first tee today was just swarmed with people just screaming and yelling. I'm just jacked up to see a bunch of good old boys from the Whistling Straits area, from Sheboygan, <laughs> just going out there and just fist bumping and screaming America. And I'm I'm here for it. Me too. And the people in Wisconsin love golf. Love golf. I, I did a little time in uh, Madison, Wisconsin for one of my clinical rotations, and they a lot of golf courses. People love it. People love to drink. I think they drink the most. Uh, what's the liquor? I think brandy, like per capita, the state what? of Wisconsin drinks more brandy than any other state. I'm almost positive. It's something along those lines because they drink old fashions. What That's what in an old fashioned right? brandy. The most brandy. No, it's not. But it's a good try. All right. Well. All right. So, what state consumes the most brandy? Uh, Midside. All right. The nation's top brandy market. It's got to be the South, right? Now that I'm thinking about it. Wisconsin. It is Wisconsin. Yeah, 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 I was right. Wisconsin consumes one third of all the brandy produced in the United (laughs) States. That's 650,000 cases of domestic brandy per year. They are thirsty. So, brandy old fashions are something that they make. Yeah, that's like their drink. Right, their but a traditional drink. old fashioned yeah. doesn't have brand. Wow, 
Yeah. 650,000 cases of domestic brandy per year. Yeah. So people are going to be warm this weekend. They're definitely going to have their beer sweaters on. Absolutely. They're going to be um, having some I'm fun. S- I wish I was there. I wish I- I'd probably show up wearing like the John Daly USA pants, have my <laughs> flag hang in. I'd be, I'd be feeling it. Speaking of, you saw JT's shoes, right? I did see them. They were very, very, very nice. For those of you who missed that, his shoes are awesome. So I think he's their foot joys on the inside of the left is like a we the people. So it's the constitution like written in. It's got the Statue of Liberty with hat. I think I don't know if it's hashtag America or if it's just the apostrophe America. Yep. Yep. Written yeah, on the back. Yep. What's the other side? He's got an eagle in there, right? Uh oh no. He's got Uncle Sam. Uncle pointing Sam. at you and it says America. And then the left side of the shoe is just an American flag waving Love it. into, into lady Liberty. Just, just awesome. I just Love get it. so jacked up when we get USA stuff. I know. Cause it, you see team Europe and they have their colors obviously. So like cool color combinations, but not, you don't, you don't get the caricatures it's, that we do. No, it's not the red, white, and blue. I'm sorry. I, I don't mean that offensively to anybody else, but it's not the red, white, and blue. No. We are the we are the beacon of we are supposed to be the beacon of freedom in the world, and every time That's we get a chance to rep it, you have to rep it. Definitely. If Definitely. you don't like it, there's like five million other countries that will gladly take you in. Absolutely, they'll take yeah. your money. They'll take yeah or yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or Anyways, we'll leave that where it lies. Or 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 more. <laughs> ah, leave it where it lies. Anyways, so yeah. We got the big day tomorrow. So first tee, tee offs at 8 a.m. Uh, we should find out the groups tonight. Uh, the yep. opening ceremonies from like 5 to 8. So we should be getting info on that here very shortly. What do you think about uh, the teams? I think uh, off the top of my head, U.S. six rookies. Six. That's pretty wild. Six rookies. Um, uh, you know, I... I was a little bit nervous a couple days ago, just thinking about like how the USA team was going to interact and where they going to show up. You know, it's just, everyone keeps talking about how like Europe's team is just like closer, like it's Mm -hmm. a closer knit team and they're like a bunch of homies. And uh, you know, I'm kind of like, well, I I guess so, but I don't know. I mean, the U S is still currently the betting favorite. They're like a yep. minus 200 right now. Yep. Uh, Europe is plus 200. So for some reason they are still the betting odds favorite, even though. Well, all their players are in the top 20 except Scheffler and he's 21. So that's why, like if you go by the rankings, the yeah, U S is, is the better golfers by the rankings. They have like, but that has happened think- in the past too. No, you're right. But I think that's why the betting odds at least are in their favor. Yeah, um, yeah. But I think you you have everyone's got someone they could play with, right? Like the rumor is you're going to have Morikawa DJ. So they're both tailor made guys. They, it's true. They know each other. You've true. got uh, Brooks and Tony Finau. They, they played with each other in the last one. They know each other. They're on good terms. Yeah. You know, so you, yeah. you've got some teams. You've got JT and Jordan probably going out together. Oh, 100%. So, there's no way they don't go out together. Yeah, that's so a, then that's a for sure. So then it's like, who's going with Bryson? I guess that leaves like Cantlay or Xander. Um, see, I kind of. I don't know who you put him with. 
I don't know, because somebody had made the argument that he was going to go with Scheffler. Okay. Um, now, how true that is, I was trying to see where I had read that, but somebody had, again, we really don't know. No. But it's because originally Morikawa and Shoffley were the two that people were like, oh, yeah, there's a chance that um, yeah. yep. they're together. I don't know. Maybe Stricker comes out and he's like, screw all this. And the teams are just wildly out of control. The only guarantee in yeah. my mind is Spieth and Thomas. Yeah, I think that's a pretty a pretty good luck. That's, sure. my, that's my only guarantee right now. I like them both. Um, JT, in terms of top point scorers, betting odds, is plus 600. Yeah. Oh, he was he was three fifty yesterday. So that's yeah, he's plus six hundred. Rom is plus three fifty. So uh, JT, that's what. Okay. Yeah, Rom is three fifty, but JT was was plus six hundred, which I you know I kind of like. And that's all overall, right? Not team. That's not just yeah, that's US top team. points. That's yeah, top yeah, yeah. top point score. Um, yeah, I mean so, he he was the last Ryder Cup, wasn't he? I think, or he was at least like five and zero. Oh, I think, or four and zero. Oh. Yeah, I think he was four zero oh, and one. I think he was four zero oh, and one. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, he could, he could definitely do it. He definitely is one that is like competitive and likes the match play kind of, yeah. you know, feed it, feed off the energy. Yeah. And play. he is Mr. America. Oh yeah. Big time. Big time. He is, Kentucky, he is boy. Mis- Kentucky boy. He's been repping it all week. Again, the shoes are just, just next level. You think there's any awkwardness? Like when he had to go and get fitted for his clothes with the, uh, Polo guys, the RLX or whatever, whoever he had. Oh, uh, dude, they're, I, they're doing I don't know. It. I don't know. I, I, I was, I was thinking about that. So, most people that are listening to this probably know that Ralph Lauren dumped him after the hot mic incident. That was what six months ago. Yeah, yeah, back in the spring, maybe, I think. Maybe, maybe longer than that. Yeah. And so, again, I will always disagree with hot mics. I'm not a hot mic person. All of us say things behind closed doors and under our breaths, especially in the heat of competition. Yeah. I have said some crazy stupid shit when I am fired up, whether it be at a lifting meet, playing football, playing golf. Like you go out, I think we had talked not too long ago, you and I about like the stuff you say when you go out and play and you just say stuff, you know, it doesn't mean that Justin Thomas is this terrible person, which I don't think anybody actually believes that. Um, you know, so it's, you know, we give so many people strikes in the world and he doesn't get any. I mean, we've got all these like sexual assault cases in the NFL. Like Deshaun Watson's got what, 23 right. counts of whatever? Like yeah. have all of his sponsors pulled? I yeah, I don't think so. I don't know. But I don't, yeah, it's, I don't know. It's but, crazy. Like, you have all these cases of people that do that stuff um, and like nothing happens. Now, that's not to say that things shouldn't happen. I'm just, yeah, it's hot mic crap. And yeah. I just, I just hate that. So maybe you're right. Maybe it was awkward or maybe he walked in there and was like, I'm Justin Thomas. So I bet it was, I, I bet the person that made the call probably wasn't in the room, right? Like it was probably some no. exec in, sitting in an office somewhere. So he probably walked in and it was like the photo, you know, the designers and that sort of thing. And that was probably totally fine for some 18 year old. Yeah. Intern. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Probably. But, I don't know. Probably not. I don't know if I love our uniforms. I don't. I don't at all. I hate the like block, just all one color, weird. I just don't like it. Yeah, like I, I don't know. No. Like I, I'd rather if they were just like made by somebody else. I don't know. Like maybe, maybe I'm just not like a Ralph Lauren guy. Like I get it, yeah. but I just they're not. To be totally honest, they look European. 
Yeah, well, that's the thing. They have like the short sleeve fitted look, and then they have like the horizontal. You know, a lot of the stuff has like one horizontal stripe or something. It's just yeah. Yeah, it just doesn't. I just don't like it. Like it's just not. I mean, I don't mind. I don't know. It's not my favorite. I feel like we could have done something maybe a touch more rugged, but hey, I'm not. I don't get to make those decisions. Also, they're selling the coat for like $300. Yeah, it's bad. Like we were talking before, my parents are out at the Ryder Cup right now. So they sent me, my dad sent me the website. He's like, hey, let me know what you, if you see anything you like in the uh, merchandise, I'll pick you something up. I had a hard time. Like Under Armour had a couple of good things in there. Callaway had a couple of good shirts, but a lot of them are like, like I don't $100, know. $100, 100 bucks for a polo. Yeah, like a vest in there is 200, 220. It's crazy. And it's red, white, and blue. You can do so much with that. And they just don't. No, I'm disappointed overall yeah. in, in said uniforms. Like, just no. I don't know, I'd rather they walked out and there was like a bald eagle, like a giant bald eagle on their chest. I don't know, like just yeah. something that's like a little more, especially because Under Armour makes some awesome. So tomorrow is the first day, so all day long I'll have my Under Armour shirt that says Freedom on the back down the center nice. with my USA socks on and the USA <laughs> hat on. Like I'll be murkered out tomorrow. But like Under Armour makes a ton of great Adidas when they made like all of their USA ones for like yeah. July 4th and for the Olympics. Yeah. Those were sweet. They were they like were. the flag painted onto the the shirt. I don't know where we went wrong. Maybe it's because we did it with Ralph Lauren. Maybe. I, I, yeah, no I don't offense, know. Ralph Lauren, but like. Maybe it's high fashion and we just don't get it. We're too, uh, we're I, too stupid to get it. I, I don't know. I'd rather if like the people in Sheboygan made them. <laughs> that would be good. That would be good. It'd Speaking be like, of um, the uniforms, do you see Europe too? They were uh, playing to the Packers yesterday. Oh, uh, yeah. I saw Green, that. green I saw and yellow. That. That was green a, and yellow. They had the cheese heads. Yeah, little cheese heads. That was good. Try to get, I liked it. It was, try to yeah. get a little laugh out of the crowd. That was, yeah, you know. I, 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 didn't, I didn't disagree with it. You know, it wasn't, you know, it's they're, they're, they got to try because yeah, they're in foreign just, territory and there's not going to be any Europeans at this thing. No. So. No. That's that's definitely a big play right now is they will not have a lot of Europeans. Definitely. Um, also, Proud. how how do they pick? So obviously for us, we have a single country, so red, white, and blue. Why do they go with blue and yellow? I have no idea. Is that the year? Like, is there a European flag? European? I don't know. European Union? Something like that? Am I am I showing how little I know about history? I remember uh, on the logo, there's a blue flag. Oh, with, there with is. Yellow. Indeed. Is that what it is? The European flag is, it kind of looks like the Betsy Ross flag, but it's blue blue-yellow, with yellow, right? yellow. Interesting. That shows how little I know about this. God, you're so uneducated, uncultured. Actually, I, educated, but uncultured. Un- I, I guess I guess I'm uncultured. I'm sure somebody will get, <laughs> somebody will get upset about it. I'm very cultured. Get like, all my culture. I'm talking about putting bald eagles on people's chest. Clearly, I'm not cultured. <laughs> yeah, your style is Ed Hardy. We should, we got to go back to the early 2000s with Ed Hardy, bald eagles, and uh, rose bushes, thorns. I want uh, John Daly to design the 2022 uniforms <laughs> or 2023 uniforms now. Yeah, I wonder like, what they're going to do there. What do you do? Do you skip a year or do you go three? Or I think they said that they were skipping, so they were just going to take the President's Cup and the Ryder Cup and just – make them the different years so now the Ryder cup will be in odd years and the presidents will be an even all right that works uh, yeah it's not a huge not a huge difference but whatever now i want to know how do they decide the european team 
Because you have a, is it, do they do rankings too? Because you have it a is, lot of, yes. You have a couple guys in there. Is like, how did that guy make it? I don't know. Or that's just what I think. Yeah. I, let's see. Like Rom, obviously. Rom, Rory. Rory, obviously, because he's had a good year too. Like he hasn't played great the last couple of years. Right. But so European team, greater waiting for points earned in tournaments in the latter stages of the process to help ensure the European team reflects those players in form nearer the time of the Ryder Cup. Gotcha. Um, so cool. Race to Dubai point. Race to Dubai points and world ranking points will be multiplied uh, by one point five for the two respective qualification lists. Uh, gotcha. So that's. So that's yeah. how, uh, like, a Tommy Fleetwood, he's he doesn't do great on the PGA Tour. Like, I think he lost his card. Yeah, yeah. But he makes cuts, but he just, like, finishes in the bottom. But yeah. race to Dubai points, he probably has a lot. He plays well on the Euro Tour. Same with uh, Brent Brent Weisberger. Yeah. I've been watching Saturday morning, doing some work, and watching some Euro golf on Saturday mornings. He's, been, right. he's won, like, three times, I think, this year, four times. Right. But he can't, play, like, he misses every cut uh, in the PGA. It's weird. Correct. Again, which is why if you were to look on paper, you go the U.S. Yeah. is stacked. Yeah. I mean, just absolutely stacked. So, I, I mean, it, it'll be interesting. Who is who is your dark horse on for the for the U.S.? Who's your guy that you think is just going to like ball out? Who's not really expected to? I think you could get. Uh, I think you could get like a Scotty Scheffler just coming in, maybe doesn't play tomorrow morning, but plays the afternoon and then just carries through a weekend because he's a match play guy. Mm. You know, he's he mm. showed us in Austin at the Dell match play. He's just a match play like he's probably a degenerate gambler. No offense to Scotty. But that they're usually like great in these pressure situations, and you know. True, I, he probably goes there. Did you see Cantlay's response to why Europe wins? Yeah, talking about gin. Was that talking about gin? He was talking about like what you do if you go to a, like play poker and blackjack, and there's like a. It was the craziest thing, and then yeah. DJ comes up and he's like, "Um, the better team just just wins." Yeah. I, have no, I have no idea what he just said, dude. Yeah. So I'm thinking. My my dark horse is Harry English. So yeah. he has been, besides Cantlay, the best golfer in the last like th- two or three months. He's been pretty good. Yeah, he's, he's been, been like pretty spectacular. Good. But the only downside for him is that he is he's a great putter, but he's not a long hitter. So if he's paired up with like a Bryson, or, yeah. or actually, really, I mean him. And- Anyone at the top, really. Anyone at the top, Finau. I could see him fitting with Bryson, though, because, like... I could like, see him fitting with Bryson. You know, running through the list, I kind of see... I don't know. I don't know who goes with Cantlay, but I could see I could see English with Bryson. I don't think Cantlay cares. Yeah. I don't I, I don't know if I would want to be with Cantlay. I, yeah, I don't know. He's strange to me. Like, I, I'm interested to see how he handles the energy swings, because yeah, that's yeah. something, like, Keegan Bradley's talked about when he in his first one. He was like... I mean, he made two putts, I think, in three holes, and he said he was exhausted because it's like the celebration and the amount so, of adrenaline. So up, yeah. And uh, I know Cantlay's mentioned that, like, he gets in this trance, but then he can't get out of it. He's yeah. just like in it. So, yeah, I mean, I can, Ryder Cup, I you're going to get that. pulled out of that trance. You would think so. You would think so. I, uh, 
I don't know. Who would you want to be paired with? What American would be your guy? Oh, that's, I mean, I think for me, it's JT. I just like his game. Damn it. I'm, I know. I'm sorry. Don't take, He's don't my take, favorite. Don't take my boy away from me. Fine. I'll take Spieth. I'll yeah, take Spieth. Spieth I could, would be good. I could get down on, on either of them. The okay. problem with Spieth for me is he'd be like, so he'd, I feel like the whole time he'd be like, sorry, partner. Sorry, partner. I'd get, I'd put you in a tough spot. Sorry, partner. It's like, all right, dude, you don't have to be sorry. It's okay. Yeah, I guess I could see that. I guess I could say, who would you least want to be paired with? That's a better question. I mean, I don't want to play with Bryson. I hate playing with slow people anyways. <laughs> like, that'd be brutal. Probably can't lay too. Like, he's he, to me, just seems like a boring dude. Like, you're not talking to him walking to your ball. Maybe, maybe you talk about gin. Talking about gin and talking about <laughs> going to the casino and, like, can you imagine both cards. of them together? Can't <laughs> lay into Shambo talking, like, physics and right rocket science and that would be the speaking of a hot mic that might be worth having on there that for would, a second that would be worth it you'd hear you'd pick up like they're them trying to count cards and then losing like 100 grand in the process or something it'd just uh, be perfect i feel like shaf actually you know what i feel like fina would be one of the funnest dudes to chill because hey, he's always like dance right. he's dancing he's jumping like the dude like dislocates his ankle and he's like ah, i'm all yeah. right pops like, back in yeah yeah i feel like Fino's kind of my guy like he would be super fun to like that picture they or the video they came out with last week where he's like cat daddy and some yeah, like yeah, yeah. random with his shorts on <laughs> yeah shorts and a blazer yeah. shorts and a blazer yeah, yeah. Fina would be fun he would yeah. be fun i don't know I don't know about DJ. I'm unsure. I'm uncertain. Yeah. See he and Brooks, I'm like on the fence. It's like, would that actually be fun to play with? I don't know. Like the, does he just sit there and talk about his wife the whole time? Or like, <laughs> like maybe if he's doing, like if he's, if he's maybe dabbling in some paraphernalia, some extra. Yeah, a little yeah. extra something sauce, like he might be a, a real good time. I bet he's fun to like go out on the boat with. Well, yeah. He's got like a 7,000 foot boat. <laughs> yeah, that he would. You're right. That would be fun. Shoffley would be cool. Kepka would probably be cool. I mean, I feel like probably he's, he's gotten a weird rap recently, but like he's probably a super fun guy to pop open a bush latte with. Oh, yeah, definitely. Definitely. Like He's that he's that kind of guy. Yeah, he's just a Florida guy. Like he's just yeah. simple. Meanwhile, meanwhile, you get with. Uh, Patrick Cantlay, and he's like, I'd like a 1999 vintage Sauvignon Blanc. Yeah. <laughs> Give me a Chianti with fava beans. <laughs> <laughs> we haven't even mentioned Morikawa. Uh, I know. He, he'd probably be fun, but I feel like he's just like a, I don't know. I, he's like your stereotypical I know he went to Cal, but like I think of him as like a Stanford student, just like a good yeah. student. Yeah. I don't know. Now, who's the one guy you'd want to play with on the European team? Hmm. There are a lot of there are a lot of good options here. I like Rory, but I'd say like the most fun. Are we talking like most fun to play with? No, just it's whatever you pick. I've got mine. Okay. This is a given. I, okay, I, give me yours because I took yours on the last one. Poulter. Okay, so I'm going. I'm going Terrell Hatton. Ah, uh, okay. Because he he just seems like a fun dude to play with. He's th he throws his club. He's yeah, he's crazy. Just, yeah, he doesn't care. He's crazy. Yeah, I'm taking Poulter. That guy's a psychopath, and I love it. Yeah, you'd have fun with him. He probably he might get annoying at a certain point, but you like for a day, I'd be fine. Yeah, exactly. 
Makes yeah, sense. I don't play do with him forever. I would least likely play with Sergio, I think. Yeah, he seems like kind of a kind of a chooch. Yeah. Uh, he's not Matt he's... Fitzpatrick too. He gives me like hall monitor vibes. Like there was a <laughs> <laughs> there was a picture of uh Hovland and uh Fitzpatrick just because oh, yeah. they don't have dates. And I was no like, dates. these are two kids standing outside of prom just like without a date. Yeah. Just waiting, much. waiting for their moms to pick them up. Yeah, pretty much. Like, like, hey, bro, you want to come over and play Call of Duty? Right. <laughs> I just so got the cool. Nintendo Switch. You want to get some like Mario Kart on? <laughs> yeah, I can. I can definitely. I can definitely see that. It was funny. I didn't see any of the U.S. players with their spouses in a picture. Oh, right. All I all I saw was the European one, and I thought that that was interesting because, as terrible as this is, I really wanted to compare. I wanted to be like. <laughs> Who's who's everybody dating? Who's everybody seeing? Like right, right. You know, like just just can't land Deshambo. Oh no, Deshambo's chick. He's got a girl. He's got a girl. We saw her at TPC. We were like twenty feet away from her, and somebody was like, "Hey, that's his girlfriend." And I was like, "Really? Wow, she's the size of my toe." <laughs> I'm surprised she puts up with him. That's like he's got to be a tough personality. But hey, but hey, people close to him say that he's a fierce friend, like a great yeah. dude. People close to him vouch for him that he is like wonderful. I just think he's just, he's kind of like the awkward little brother. Yeah. Yeah. I've been describing him as the, he's like the uncool kid who wants to be cool in the neighborhood, you know, and you're like, but he hits bombs and you're like, dude, you've got to, you, it's like the kid in dodgeball where you're like, we have to pick this guy. Like, yeah, I know he's weird. I know he's like picking his nose in second period, but he's a home run generator. We got to pick him. Bryson. Like that's come on, buddy. Yeah, that's that's gonna happen. Meanwhile, Cantley's like picked dead last and ends up being like this wizard. Yeah, exactly. He's the he's the kid like uh doing mag- magic tricks with cards on the side, getting picked last, and then <laughs> hitting dingers. As <laughs> we get on this topic uh, of them, at, we're we're stereotyping all of them into like what they would be like in, in elementary yeah. and middle school. Like, which one of you guys was the bully? Who was bullied? <laughs> This took like, a hard, hard turn into judgment, judgment hard, land, hard judgment turn. Let, hey, whatever. It's our podcast. But, we can do whatever we want. That's true. And the Europeans, though, have are nothing to snuff at. John Rom, John Rom uh, has a very nice looking wife. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, uh, I didn't see. But all in all, like if you're going European and there are a lot of English guys here, like you're going to have a lot of English teeth. And for me, teeth like that's a big, <laughs> big time. Like can't, uh, I, I, I can't that. even. I knew it was coming. I, knew I can't it was even coming. fly with that. The between yeah. like no braces and then drinking too much tea, like that's just a recipe for a terrible mouth of teeth. And beer and yeah. uh, just uh, whatever grovel they eat. Com- complete lack of complete lack of dental hygiene. I have some yeah. British person watch this. She was a message and be like, "You assholes!" Like, hey, take a picture of your teeth. Yeah, sorry, not sorry. The odds of you having crooked teeth are very high. Yeah, that's that 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 could be that could be somewhat of a deal breaker there. I again, that is a weird thing. That's a very consistent thing, though. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't know what it is. It's just an instant, instant switches off. I don't know. I, yeah, yeah, I I agree with that. Well, I'm thinking to myself, like on the U.S. side, I don't know. Like, I'm sure Spieth's married. Mm-hmm. So is engaged. Kepka's engaged. So Kepka and DJ, their significant others are both supermodels. Yeah. Yep. 
like supermodels. And one of them is like, I mean, Gretzky's got to have like 60 billion followers on whatever platforms exist. Yeah. Yeah. She's got to be, she could probably open an OnlyFans and make a million in a day or, you know, those crazy stories you hear. She probably could by taking a picture of her face. Yeah. Yeah. People would be like, this, this is it. Big toe. (laughs) (laughs) Oh God. That, that could take, that's a, that's a turn right there. Yeah, we'll 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 steer the ship back in. So, <laughs> what uh? So what do you think? Uh, let's go day one, day two overall. What do you think? Day one. What? So day one, I think out? they start. They start four ball, or they start. Yeah, they start four balls, and they start foursomes in the afternoon. I believe. Yep. Am I right in saying that? Yep. So, I think tomorrow, the U.S. will have the upper hand. I think they're going to ride the wave of the crowd. Again, this is going to be an almost entirely U.S. crowd because Europeans aren't coming over here right now. Right. Correct. So, again, not that it would be a huge European crowd anyways because it's in Sheboygan, Wisconsin. Or outside of Sheboygan. It's near Sheboygan. Hey, Chicago's not that far, right? Milwaukee's not that far. Right. Those are international airports, sir. Put some respect on Sheboygan. I don't even know what their flag colors are. (laughs) Their teeth are jacked up. I don't know if they can make it here. They even have phones. Who knows? God only knows. I don't know. They're probably wiretapped or something. Anyways, um, so have you have you seen anything about course setup? Because that's going to matter. I know they'll probably widen the fairways a little, keep the rough low. Playing seventy three ninety. It's okay. par seventy two, seventy one, par seventy one. Yeah. Uh, somebody was telling me there are twenty something hundred bunkers. Oh yeah, there's a lot of bunkers, and like there are a lot of like two hundred or something like that. Yeah, and there are a couple of spots where it's like a tiny little bunker with a tiny, a smaller island of grass in the middle of it. There are some brutal spots you can miss. Now, I didn't see if the setup was any different. I just know that the where the distance was. Yeah, I know. I mean, I haven't been able to find anything on it, but the captain always puts in requests. Like I was reading the Gulf Digest article. They, in a couple of them, they started taking the rough from behind fairway bunkers so that like us players could fly the fairway bunkers, but none of the European players could hit it that far. Like do a little, they said Bryson almost drove the green on one. Wow. Which is wow. Insanity. Okay. So they do have, um, okay. Let's see here. Two years later this year, home captain used to have a lot more influence. Apparently he doesn't quite have as much. Also, I'm a big Stricker fan. Oh yeah, he's a Wisconsin guy too. He's yeah. he's a he's a great man. Height of the rough, speed of the greens, and width of the fairways up until the weekend before. If he wants to make any architectural changes, um, okay. The more collaborative approach that still yields several interesting hole locations, especially on a course like Whistling Straits. So par three twelfth, uniquely shaped green that juxtaposes a large undulating front left section with a flatter but intimidatingly tiny back right finger. Okay, come on, people. We. Yeah, we don't need to know that. But how, how many more adjectives can you use to describe this? Intimidatingly long, left-fingered, right-toed, juxtapo- juxtaposed along the ocean's blueness. West-facing. Uh, West-facing, even though it's a lake. You can see Chicago in the distance. So stupid. Okay, so apparently the rough, we're not protecting par throughout the rounds. The rough that they'll be playing on is out is fairly similar to what you'd find on your local golf course. 
Yeah, so they'll keep it shorter than yeah. like you know standard U.S. Open or like in France they had insane rough that was yes. like five inches, six inches thick. Yeah. Uh, so I mean, yeah, knowing that it's going to be set up for like a bomber's paradise, it's going to depend on wind. But I think U.S. probably comes out at least to the early lead day one. I think so. I, again, I think I think riding the wave of the Americans there that are just going to be freaking screaming. I mean, yeah. my mo- I'm most excited for the anthem tomorrow morning. Oh yeah, that's going to be wild. That, most, the grandstand's going to be wild. Most excited, like just it's going to be hyped. Uh, I know they posted the "I believe that we will win" from 2016 the other yeah. day and that was just like you just get yeah. jacked up hearing them do that because i think they said across the few days would be like one hundred and fifty thousand people ish or something like that that would That's roll through um so there's gonna be a lot of people i mean i think it's gonna be awesome but i think the u.s rides that wave um especially jt and spieth to your point i'm curious how like can't lay and again a lot of rookies so mm-hmm. how do they handle the pressure and the crowd? And it's almost more like the waste management open where everyone is just hollering. Yeah. It's going to be fun to see who hits with the crowd going tomorrow. Cause like, yeah. so I know some guys don't like it, but uh, watching the Solheim cup, that's always fun. They were like oh, yeah. some of the women were pumping it up and then they were ripping drives with the crowd oh. just going bananas the whole time. Yeah. So some curious things to think about here is definitely so when you look at driving distance i mean the us is ages ahead of where the europeans are right now in terms of what we're going to see yeah. this weekend i mean you're talking like 40 to 70 yard difference Big time. in in driving right really the only exception there is rory, rory and rom hovland. hovland i mean hovland's got some distance but in terms of the us team what english is the only one that's like relatively lower Eh? Yeah. yeah, I can't think of anybody else. I mean, Morikawa, he's not going to rip it. He's going to hit a 300, but he's not going to, he's not bombing anyone out. No, but his irons are just yeah, filthy. Cause the first yeah. hole is a 405 par four. Yeah. So that's a pick your distance or if you're pricing, go for it. Uh, hole two, 592. Um, if you don't hit the fairway, that's going to jail. Hole three, 183 par three. Bryson's going to hit like his freaking putter. Yeah. I think at a buck 83, he's hitting what his. He posted it the other day. Uh, I think it was like pitching wedge. The pitching wedge. It's got to be yeah. pitching wedge. I'm pretty say, sure. I, don't, I don't think it's his 56. I think it's his pitching wedge. Uh, I think 56 was 150. That rings a bell for me, but I don't know. It's a 214 yard par three. That's the one that's right on the water. That thing's nasty. Yeah, that's cool. That's a nasty hole. Uh, then there's a 391 yard par four again. I mean, that's a dog leg, but I mean, I'm very curious to see if the drive distance is really the big thing this weekend. What do you think is going to be the biggest factor driving, putting approach shot? What do you think will be the big thing that puts the U S ahead? Well, it's always going to come down to putts, but at whistling straights, when the wind is such a factor, I think driving the ball is going to be huge. Okay. You know, if you can get way down there in the wind and keep it in play and then hit into these greens, I think that's going to be huge. 
you know, you know, Ian Poulter's going to make some putts down the stretch somewhere, probably in the singles or in one of the matches or whatever. You know, you know, they have a couple of guys that are going to do that. Dude, it's supposed to be absolutely stunning this weekend. Yeah, sunny. Sunny. I don't know about wind. So right now, that's, let's look at daily. Let's see what the wind's going to be. Breezy. It's always wind. Friday, partly sunny and warmer, 75. Looking at south-southwest, 9 miles an hour. Gusts up to 17. Okay. So not bad. Not terrible. Because it was 35 yesterday, up to 35 miles an hour. Wow. Uh, let's see. So Saturday, we're looking at 16 mile per hour gusts. Okay. So reasonable Sunday looking at 14. Yeah. So a reasonable weekend. So all three days North of 70 degrees and sunny. Uh, perfect. yeah. Except for Saturday, 65 dude. Perfect. Yeah. That's fall golf, baby. No chance of rain. Beautiful. Wow. That's pretty awesome. All so right. Then, so then day two, what do you think we got? How do you think we day two? Day two, I'm, I'm a little, I'm a little more concerned because I think at that point the Europeans are pretty well settled in. Yeah, not that they're not settled in now, but I think you're you're used to the crowd noise at that point. You're not as nervous about it. Um, a part of me thinks tomorrow. For some reason, I just think tomorrow is going to be a speed day. Okay, I just I have my my gut tells me that tomorrow is going to be a Jordan Spieth monster day where he's just going to come out and just be, you know, 2016 speed. I love it. I hope it happens. That's my, that's my take. I think the Europeans will come back tomorrow. I think they'll keep it close. Um, I, I just have a good feeling about the, the team we're putting out there more today than I did like a couple of days ago. I was like, ah, dude, I feel like we we're not there. Cause they had the Kepka and the Shambo stuff and we don't have camaraderie. But then I thought to myself, everybody that says that it's the same thing as like what Bill Belichick does when he puts people on the questionable list. Like Tom Brady yeah. was on the questionable list the entire time that he was a new England Patriot whole time. Like I'm surprised Mac Jones isn't questionable every week from now on. <laughs> like it's almost like a, they're not questionable, but it makes you think about it. That's what yeah. I feel like this is, is like us being like, yeah, there's some beef and our camaraderie is a little off, but in all reality, it's not. It's just to frig up some of the Europeans, maybe. Yeah. yeah, it's still playing golf. So, I mean, I think these guys are all professionals. So they'll they'll show up and do their job. And I I part of me wants to, part of me thinks U.S. is going to just win. Like Europe only like two one one and a half two points tomorrow, and then Ooh. U.S. just goes up big. But I, I'm smarter than that. I know that's not going to happen. I mean, I I like it. We'll I'll see. take it. I'll put 10 bucks on that <laughs> just because it would make me happy. If I, if I lose, I lose, but I'm going to be more jacked up about it. There yeah. Dude. Also great timing. College football's on this weekend. You've got the NFL on Sunday, like Ryder cups on, like it's just a great weekend of sports, which brings me to my next, I, this is nothing to do with golf seeing giant packed football stadiums is the greatest thing in the world. Yeah. There was something off watching last year, like watching football played in an empty stadium. I don't know. There's just something off about it. I, I unnecessary. Yeah. Done with it to see the Penn state whiteout game, just like white palms in the air, just people jumping and hollering and, Oh dude, it's just fabulous. It like, is. It's fun. Fabulous. Oh, it's been so fun to just see just like packed stadiums, 
kids having fun, doing the wave. Like the Virginia Tech Enter Sandman is the greatest thing ever. Oh yeah, yeah. Ah, that video was awesome. I saw their uh, their. I don't know if it was their hype up video or their intro video, like after the game of them entering the stadium. But that was oh, yeah. dude, so 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 awesome. Uh, I think this weekend's Notre Dame Wisconsin. Oh, that's a big game. It is. I Notre Dame shouldn't. I, they should have lost to Florida State, or very well could have lost. They didn't, and then I think they struggled with like Toledo. Yikes! No, that was o- Ohio State. I think. Oh, I don't with, with Tulsa was it Tulsa? That might, yeah, that might have been it. Might have been Tulsa. I don't know. That was one of the games that we had a whatever a couple of weeks back. But Wisconsin's not been great. But certainly, I think it's in Wisconsin. So yeah, that's Camp Randall is huge. I I went. That's where I was. I was at uh, in Madison for my clinical. That exactly. Camp Randall is huge. Huge. That stadium's awesome too. Yeah, really cool. Yeah, it's gonna be fun. It's just I just love it. I just love all the people yelling and hollering and just having a good old time. It's fantastic. It's it great. is. And up here it's it's coming into hoodie season. You know, you can go out, wear shorts yeah. and a hoodie, uh, you can wear uh. jeans and a hoodie. It's hoodie season. It's hoodie season. Hoodie. It's not hoodie season here, although I'm wearing a short sleeve hoodie. It's not uh it was sixty nine degrees this morning. Nice. So when I walked outside, I was a little chilly, taking the puppy out. Did you put on your winter coat for that one? I I might have. <laughs> might have thrown the parka on. Hey, once you've moved here, your your skin, everything changes. Dude, now, we would go down for a February vacation, and uh, the place we would go had uh, tennis courts. The guys sweeping the courts in the morning would all have like gloves and winter hats on. It was like 68 degrees, 69 degrees. Hey, it's a wet cold. It's cold. <laughs> it's 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 cold. So, well, but it, it's it's just the way it is. Listen, don't hate on the south. The south is awesome. I'm not right. hating. I'm not hating. It's all out of jealousy here. I know. I know. I know you're jealous. I feel it. I can feel it because it's it's beautiful. This weekend, it's sunny, 81 every day with a low of about 70. Can't beat that. I mean, that's golfing weather. If I can get out of the house this weekend with a nine-week-old puppy. puppy. Yeah, probably not well enough trained to hang out in the golf cart yet. Oh, but he will be. Yeah. He will be. He'll be an excellent golfing dog. Soon enough. Soon enough. Soon soon enough. I um, I was thinking about some golf names for him, but just wasn't wasn't fitting. And our neighbor's dog's name is Bogey. Ah, that's a good dog name. It's a great but dog name. But you can't name him that your dog. Your, it's your neighbor's dog. Yeah. So. No, you can't do that. I guess you could, but you know, well, I can't call him any of the other names like Eagle. I mean, yeah, America, but meh. Like yeah. I can't I can't call him Albatross. No, doesn't roll off the tongue. Definitely call does not. Call him Ace. Ace. You can call him Ace. You can call him Ace, but in my mind, I go immediately to Ace Ventura. Yeah, yeah. Which Great. is also one of the greatest movies ever. So fantastic! I watched it uh, the other night. It was excellent. One or two? One. Ah, the OG. See, two is my favorite. Two is excellent. Yeah, I love two one. Is, two is excellent. Uh, <laughs> Dan Marino. Dan Marino and Ray Finkel. God damn it, Ray Finkel. Laces out, Dan. Einhorn is Finkel. Finkel is Einhorn. Einhorn's a man. Uh, He takes the plunger to his face. So good. Phenomenal, phenomenal movie. All right. Well, what's hot? Well, we have 43 minutes. We've talked all about the Ryder Cup and bullshitted. This is great. So 
this isn't a turn to something more serious, but this week was like a, for me anyways, and Tim and I talked about this a little bit was we had a big conversation about winning and what winning means and why, I guess one of the things is why we don't understand why people don't care about it as much. You know, we live today with like all of this, like participation trophy stuff. Like I, like this weekend, it would be completely unacceptable to me if we tied. Yeah, no way. Right. Or to be happy with a tie. A tie could happen, but it's like. It could, but like, I'm not like, in my mind, I say, okay, you keep playing until somebody has won. Yeah. Like there is no, like people were talking about this at the Olympics where like two guys, they were high jumpers yes. and they tied and they were like, we're going to share the gold medal. And yeah, yeah I get the sportsmanship, I guess, idea behind it. But like, you're not the winner. You didn't win. Yeah. No one won. You winner is like the team wins or the individual wins. Like there's a first and a second. Like there is a hierarchy there. And that breeds better things. It makes you better at life. It makes you better at doing things. When someone beats you, you have to get better if you want to try and win those things. And I, you know, the big reason behind a lot of why we talk about this, obviously, is we work with golfers in a lot of different capacities, specifically in the strength and conditioning world, where they're coming to us because something's wrong, be it in their health, be it with their strength and conditioning, be it their golf game, like that's what we do is help people navigate those things. And one of the first conversations that I have with people is, you know, what does your life look like right now? And do you feel like you're winning? Like, do you feel like you're winning life right now? And I, nobody says yes. They're like, eh, I'm doing okay. But like, okay, well tell me what winning looks like to you. Like what, what does being better look like to you? And I'm not talking that we're competitive here. Like, me winning doesn't mean that I have a thousand clients and Tim has 2000 clients and thus Tim is winning. I'm talking about on an individual level, although that does matter because I think in a society like ours, that's where capitalism should be thriving. That should make you want to do better, right? Cause you want your product to be better so you can compete with people, but on an individual level, what can I do better? Right? I don't feel good about eating like shit. I don't feel good about not going to the gym. I don't feel good that I'm overweight. I don't feel good that my golf game has not gotten better in 25 years. I don't feel, I don't feel good that my relationships suck. I don't feel good that I take no time for myself. Like Those aren't winning things. And we talk about this a lot, or at least frequently with clients, is what does winning look like to you and how do we make that happen? And maybe sometimes that's changing what your view of winning might look like. Do you, do you see that the same way, Tim, or do you feel that in a, in a different capacity? No, that's, that's very similar. I, I always ask my people, what would you like? So say we work together for six months, what would you consider yeah. a win? Like what would define a win? And I think that's important because it's sometimes that lately, seems more often it's like if you want to win or be successful then you're somehow like an aggressor yeah you know? or you're, yeah. you're somehow like a conqueror that's just trying to right. to overcome everyone and make and put everyone under your rule and that's not the case like when it when it really comes down to it like you want to win because you want to support your family you want to be able to like pass your genes on to the next generation and you know propagate things it's really 
it's a, there's a scientific reason behind everyone wanting to be the best and provide, you know, something for whether it be their family or their friends or themselves. Um, I don't know. I feel like that's inherent in everyone. You have to have that drive to want something, right? Like, don't you want something? Right. Well, and not to just be a loser. Yeah. Did you really get put on this earth to be mediocre and to just be status quo and to like eke your way through life or worse, be dragged through life by the rest of the world? Like that's the beauty of, especially here living in the U S we have, we have freedoms to go do things and create the life you want. So go do like, is it really worth it to you to like live off of other people's backs or to just be okay being unhealthy and to just be okay, not being good at things. And like, do you look in the mirror and like that? I mean, we've convinced ourselves now that it's, it's perfectly okay to, lose and i just i don't understand that concept i get the that things are difficult like there are difficulties in life there are difficulties with school and work and families and stuff and what have you but most people they get hit with that stuff and life is difficult like life is suffering jordan peterson talks about that all the time life is suffering and if you're not willing to face the fact that life is suffering and do something about it you're screwed. Right. And I think it's important to clarify it is okay to fail, right? Absolutely. Like you're gonna you're going to fail. It's it's not okay to take that and just do nothing with it. Yeah. Right. 100%. And just wall and just wallow in your in your failure because it giant amount of self-pity. Yeah. Yeah. That you're you're going to fail or you're going to lose at something at some point or another. Right. right. Very few people never lose in their entire life, mm-hmm. but you, you can choose how you react to it. Right. You either can make it define you or you can take it and move forward with it, learn something and get better for next time. So you can try to win next time. All right. Just do something useful with it as opposed to lose. Nothing. Yeah. <laughs> you can do nothing yeah. with it. It's okay. There's... Like people do that every day. They do nothing with it. They lose yeah. and then they do nothing and then they lose more and they feel worse and they yeah. do nothing. It's a vicious cycle. Well, and I posted the other day about the fact that you can't win if you're on the sideline. Correct. Right. It you can't you can't win if you're on the sideline. Sure, you may not lose as much or you might not fail as much, but you've already lost by not showing up. I mean, to me, it's the Teddy Roosevelt man in the arena speech. Like you to be in the arena marred with, you know, blood and sweat is to have made it. You've you've showed up, you've done what other people would not do that's all you can ask for. Like what else, what else do you want? Right. And you can't expect a result if you're not going to do something, you know, Wayne Gretzky, if you miss hundred percent of the shots, you never take can't score a goal. If you don't try, can't make the million dollars. If you don't run away with that idea, you know, you, you got to do something. Right. And to, to piggyback off that, I think that that is the true beauty of living here is you've got to earn it. Not, excuse me, not you get to earn it. You have the opportunity to go earn it. You want to go start your own business? Knock yourself out. Build that thing up from the ground up. Make it whatever you want it to be and do good for the people, right? That's that's the beauty of being here is you have that option to literally go do and be whatever you want to. Or you have the opportunity to do absolutely jack shit 
It's your choice, right? But it's not everybody else's fault that you don't want to do that. You know, at the end of the day, the, the biggest thing that we lack in today's society is personal responsibility, is I am responsible for my own actions, my own thoughts, and what I do with my life. And that's all there is to it. You have to accept the fact that you are responsible for what happens in your life, be it good or bad. Right. There are things you can't control. You can't control when people die. You can't control what's going on in the stock market. You can't control what the hell our government's doing. But I can control my response. What am I going to do about it? Does it control me? Does it not control me? Not to bring back Jordan Peterson again, but get your own house in order before you start telling everybody else what to do. Yep. Right. Change your life. And that's what the greats all have in common, right? They, you know, Kobe Bryant practiced all those hours so that when the time came to it, he knew exactly what to do. You know, all all the most successful people have put in all the time beforehand so that then mm-hmm. when the pressure's on and you have to make a big decision or you have a big shot or, you know, whatever, it's time, it's time to sign on that mortgage for your first house. Yeah. You're ready for it. You know, yeah. you're ready it's to go time. and you've prepared, you're uh, confident in yourself. That's, that's what it's all about. It's okay to want to win, want to succeed. Yeah want to do better. And we should not tell people. I mean, I, I hate this notion that we keep telling kids that like, no, you should, you should, you should just want to be like everybody else. Like you yeah. should, you should just be like everybody else. What are you talking about? You should be like everybody else. Like I, it yeah. does, it doesn't, that doesn't make any sense that you should want to be the exact same as the rest of the culture. Like that, it, that only waters down the product. Right. We don't have a great example is sports. You don't have the athlete. We don't have the golfers that are playing tomorrow without the golfers that busted it for years. Like if everybody could only be as good as uh, uh, Padraig Harrington, right? That's the ceiling. You can never be better than that. Oh, okay. So you can only win X amount. So I guess who's somebody that's only won one major? Uh, good question. Uh, trying to think about like single major winners. I don't have one off the top of my head. Uh, okay. Bubba, uh, Bubba won the masters twice, but. Okay. We'll take, we'll take Bubba. Yeah. You can only ever win two majors. That's it. That's the ceiling. Nobody's going to get better because that's your ceiling. In fact, people will just continue to get worse because that's all you can achieve. Right. We don't have Kobe Bryant. We don't have LeBron James without having Michael Jordan. Right? We're not going to have the next slew of amazing athletes without those prior people. Like you don't have Tom Brady without Joe Montana. Like that was his idol growing up. So my point to all that being is that that greatness created more greatness. I mean, that's why, I mean, if you're an entrepreneur, you look at anything, you go, oh my gosh, Jeff Bezos started Amazon from his basement. Right. Uh, Elon Musk. I mean, Tesla was his brainchild and he just created it. Right. But if he doesn't do that, guess what? Nobody else starts doing those things because they're like, eh, well, we're all the same. So why would I work hard if I know it's going to be the exact same playing field? No shot. I want that kid to go bust his ass, become the absolute best that he can be. I want a little kid to go, hey, I'm going to have more majors than Nicholas. And I want all of them to think that way. And I'm also going to beat all my friends. That doesn't mean you have to be rude or an asshole to people or you have to you know, go out of your way to demean people. But it's no different than like if you and I go and play golf, like 
I want to beat you. Mm -hmm. That doesn't mean we can't have a beer afterwards and laugh and chuckle and smoke cigars and enjoy ourselves, but I still want to win. Absolutely. It's absolutely. That's all there is to it. I mean, we went and played a scramble a couple weeks back with my buddies and my best friend in the world, the most competitive guy in the nation. And we're going through and we're losing at this point. I think we were down like three and he's fuming. <laughs> he's just like, I hate losing so much. I hit a, uh, we were on a par five and I had my three wood as my second shot, which is I'm hit or miss there. Risque. Yeah. It's risque at best. And I had to hit it through a tree essentially to get it towards the green and i smoked it and my buddy is just through the roof because <laughs> we needed that shot he comes over he like fist bumps me and just about broke my hand he's just like, just like let's go, let's go! <laughs> but i love that because it makes you be like all right let's like let's go do some things like it doesn't mean you have to like be a jerk to win but you should want to like i love michael jordan's stories like watching the documentary they did there on ESPN where he's talking about like going to he'd go to the front of the plane and they'd be like dude we're playing for like 50 cents up here and he's like that's fine I just want your money in my pocket yeah yeah you know and not everybody's going to be built to that degree but you certainly shouldn't be built to just sit on the ground and let people sit on you and if you are you damn sure shouldn't complain about it correct correct so it's yeah it's uh the other thing people say is uh, be like be okay with being yourself, right? To the kids, like it's okay, just be yourself. It's okay being yourself, but be yourself, and it's fine. But you want to be the best version of yourself, right? Like you yeah. want to, you don't want to just settle for who you are when you're five and never change. I mean, that's it's the truth. That's not the goal for anybody. That is the full, full well, and just settle for. Um, I mean, that book, The War of Art, Stephen Pressfield's book, which you and I both love. Mm -hmm. Fact, for any of, any of you who have not listened or read it, you could listen to it, I guess, too. Uh, the War of Art by Stephen Pressfield, a beautiful book. And in that book, he makes the, I guess, argument that all of these great things in the world have already been thought up or they've been created basically by muses or by angels. So on the other side of our physical realm is this almost spiritual realm where there are wonderful, amazing beautiful things. He uses Beethoven's like fifth symphony as an example. And he uses just like all this stuff. And the thought of that being is that we have all of this capability to create awesome stuff, but we have to put in the work to see it happen. Like great symphonies have already been written somewhere. And the beautiful part of it is when we work hard and when we do things well, that muse like whispers in our ear, like this Hey, go do this. And then we create something amazing here. And, you know, whether you believe in like a spiritual and a physical realm, the point of that is if you put in the work, great things happen, right? We don't have any of the cool things in the world without people putting in outrageous amounts of work. I know it's, oh, what's the, um, is it, is it Van Gogh, the starry night, not starry night painting. What the heck is the really famous piece of artwork that I'm forgetting right now. Van Gogh did do Starry Night. Yeah. Is it Starry Night? That's like the one that's it's all like a over. City scene with little uh, yellow stars out in the Yeah, it's blue. Mostly yeah. blue. Right? That is Starry Night. Okay. Yeah. If we're you doing that it. wrong, you guys can all correct us. That wasn't even made until he was like 50. He'd been depressed for years, never created anything. That's like the most sold painting in the world. 
So stuff like that doesn't happen unless people put in tons of work. What was KFC started when the guy was like 65? Can you imagine not having KFC fried chicken? No. I, mean, I guess I could imagine it. But when I was a kid, it was the bomb. It still is. It still is. It still is. The point being, tap into, you don't know what you're going to be. And most people, you know, if their ceiling is way up here, they're way down here. They never even tapped. Everyone always complains about, well, my genetics aren't good enough, or I'm not strong enough, or I don't have this, I don't have that. Who cares? You yep. need to focus specifically on how close can I get to my absolute potential? Because you're never actually going to get there, but why not see how high it is? Yep. I think uh, David Goggins describes people like 10 out of 10. How hard can you go? He's a crazy guy. Take him or, take him or leave him, but he's a crazy guy. Everybody needs some David Coggins in their life. I think he says people, he said most people stop at a three or a four. Is it a three or a four? Or is it a six? I, I think he says he's gotten himself to a six. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. You're right. You're right. But so, I mean, if you're only going three or four out of 10, I mean, there's so much more that you can do and your body can handle and your mind can handle. Yeah. If you guys haven't read his book, can't hurt me. Yeah. Great book. Ooh. Great book. Talk about a dude who's just literally can't hurt me. It's a great name for that book. It's truth. Complete, complete, complete truth. But when we quit, we've barely tapped into our tank. That's all there is to it. That's it. I think that's a great place to end. What do you think? It's a phenomenal place to end. Good talks. Ryder Cups. Talk about winning. Murica. I'm so friggin' jacked up for tomorrow. I'm not. I'll send you a picture. I'm going to be all. I'm Let's go. Be, I want to. Yeah, I want to see the freedom outfit. I'm going to be turned up tomorrow. I'm going to be. Yeah. I'm going to be real jacked up, screaming. I'm going to bring a flag with me to the everywhere I go tomorrow. <laughs> Wave it. Love it. I yeah. love it. Yeah, it's going to be fun. I'm stoked. I'm ready for the anthem tomorrow. I just want to get the goosebumps listening to however they end up doing that. Oh, yeah. You'll get them. No matter how they do it, you'll get them. Oh, yeah. I'm going to be. I got them the other day when they played it, like at an empty whistling street. <laughs> I'm sitting there like, let's go. All right, people. Perfect. Well, Although we did not talk a lot about strength and conditioning today, winning was an important topic that we do talk about with all of our clients and the Ryder Cup is just freaking awesome. So as always, you can follow us on the social medias, jackson.anchorforge for me, at trivoto.golf, Trivoto. I still have him as Tim Trivoto in my phone, even though it's Tim Rivoto. So let's go. I've been called much, much worse. I like Trivoto. Trivoto's good. Trivoto's good. I usually get risotto. I've got an Evundo. Evundo? Mm-hmm. Not good. Not That's good. A, what is an Evundo? It sounds like a fun dish. It does sound like a dish. Maybe oh. a gelato, Evundo. Oh, okay. I was thinking something a little more uh, hearty. But <laughs> sure. That's, 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 we'll call it a, we'll call it that. All right, people. As always, reach out to us if you need anything. Keep checking in. 10 podcasts in. We love it. And, uh, Y'all get after it. Go USA. That's it. Peace. Bye.